I just hope they keep on loving exactly. on each other and don't allow this yeah, to break I, I them hope apart. that they stand the test of time. Yeah, because um, I don't know if Harry can come back. <laughs> we are back. Hello, everyone. We are back with another episode of Finding. Yes, we are. We, I know, for those who missed us last week, we had a bit of a break. The week was just a bit insane. It actually was my birthday week. That's right. Go, shawty. It's your birthday. Don't party like it's your birthday. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) You was was partying like it was your birthday. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) it was such a magical weekend. I had so much fun. So, um, yeah, it was just a bit crazy to record. So, um, yes, I hope you haven't missed us too much. But we are back with another episode and this month we've decided we're actually gonna just do a lot of freestyle recordings um just because there's a lot of things going on in the media that we feel like we could shed some light on and just you know share our own opinions on it so yeah this month we don't have any particular specific find we're talking about this month uh we're mainly going to be finding topics and you know just sharing our own experiences and our own opinions on them I'm still trying to find an applicable find to us of what we've taken away from this conversation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this segment of recordings from us. And this week we are kicking off with the Meghan and Harry interview that was that was aired on the 8th of March. So, yeah, we hope that you guys enjoy what we have to say and you're able to take some nuggets from it. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Mum, yeah. the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry interview that was on Monday that was aired with Oprah, I'm sure everybody tuned in like I know so many people that literally cleared their schedules for 9 p.m on that day because we was just like oh my god this is something that we've all wanted to see and hear because there's just been so much subliminals and things like that and to finally actually both of them make an appearance and actually speak on certain topics that they've had to go through um, I think it was necessary for us all to listen to. But since then, there's been literally like so many other opinions that have been formed. So I think it's important for us just to kind of see what we thought about the interview, what we took away from that. Do we think that they've done it justice? So well, I'm going to just pass it on to you, Mum. Well, for me, <laughs> so watch me now coming with my little bit of comedy because there has to be a little bit of, you know, drama in the beginning. <laughs> So I'm there trying to get the live, you know, like everybody else tuning, watch it live. And could I do it? Because your brother had switched the Xboxes and I didn't know how to get into, you know, me and technology already. (laughs) (laughs) So I missed out probably about 30 minutes. Really? Because I couldn't work out why I couldn't get into it. And I didn't want to call call your brothers to make them think that I'm a bit of a dodo. So I was there persevering. I was just like, oh, okay, all right, then. I'm just persevering. Anyway, it got switched over. So that was the drama initially. Okay. When I started to watch it, I started to watch it from the part when I believe, oh, the Kate part, when um, Oprah asked her about the situation with Kate. Mm. And I was watching her body language and stuff like that. And I was thinking, okay, um, how this go? Because I didn't even really know that there was drama between her and Kate. Because I really don't penny them that much. Yeah, Other than yeah. what people say, I'm not really penny what they're doing. Okay, mm. so when she started to explain, but she didn't explain in full. And what I respected about her res- response was that, you know, what I don't need to go into the basically chapter and verse of what was said yeah because she's apologized for it I don't think it would be fair for me to put her on blast after she's apologized but yeah. that part there was very it showed a lot of integrity do you know what I mean yeah whether that was calculated or not I'm just saying that that came across to me like well she could have put her on part or on blast and just like well you know it was something referring to like do you know what I mean right right but when she turned around and said that it was very weird to her that 
that situation occurred when she said about she was supposed to have made Kate cry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was actually the opposite that, according to her, it was the opposite that happened. It was her that Kate made her cry. You know what I mean? Mm. And I thought, look how easy it is for something to be manipulated that you become the aggressor when you was actually the victim. And when are those right. situations actually really applicable to mainly Caucasian against Caucasian? If, if, whether you're, whatever kind of ethnicity you come from, you would always kind of feel like you're put in that position of being the aggressor because aggressor. you can't, you can't be vulnerable. You can't be right. kind of hurt by something that some, someone has said to you and have an emotion against it. You're supposed to be always the aggressor. So it was so mm -hmm. easy for that whole narrative to have been the truth of my girl Kate went and go and make old Meg cry. And it when it reached in the media, oh, we'll switch that. Some yeah. editor's office turned around and said, Megan's class, no, we don't like that. We don't like that storyline. We're gonna we're gonna do it the other way around. But do you even think it was maybe just even just jumping in? Do you even think it potentially could have been the editors or more so maybe the institution? Because she talks a lot about the problems faced with the institution within the monarchy. Well, what I'm saying that they're, um, they're almost one of the two. Even yeah, even yeah. Harry said it with his own mouth, which really, if everyone pennied what he said, and I would jump in and I because I don't have it fresh in my mind how it happened, I can only say the thing that stood out yeah, to me, yeah, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But even the part of when he turned around and said that his establishment, the, the firm he comes from, yeah, right. the royal family and the, the press have had that relationship that they're in a bed with one another so, sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back sort of thing. I'll give you a couple of nuggets and a little bit of you know, gossip on the side of, you know, to give you a little insight and then you make sure you kill certain stories or, you know, change the narrative of this. I think that they work together hand in hand. Yeah, definitely, you know? definitely. And as much as people might think that, oh, it's TV and stuff like that, that programme, the, um, the Crown, I watched that. I watched that all the way through. So I was just curious. And for so long, you know, my work colleagues and like, have you did you watch this season? I'm just like, no, I don't watch it. But anyway, I got to watch it. And I actually realized through that that whether or not it's dramatized or not, there is certain truths in pretty much all of what they, yeah, they portrayed. And the way that they portrayed it was like the queen ain't even really the queen. She wears the crown, but she ain't got no control. The control yeah. comes from the chief of staff, yeah, and his minions. And yeah. he works closely together with certain royals that will play to he or she's tune. They mm -hmm. set the, you know what I mean? They use the manipulations of old law plus a sprinkle of new law and all of that, even against the whole royal family. So I'm not even looking at it really and truthfully that all of the royal family are completely rotten and bad fine you know the whole narrative can be yeah because they're white this and that i'm not coming with the whole you know it's not it's in that sort of respect i'm taking color out of it because it's about control and power yeah. you understand and as much as i feel people might you know it's easy to blame the queen because she's the figurehead for the whole country she's, she's the face, the face. She? but there is definitely a puppet master behind her now, going back to Harry and Meghan, right? Not to say that, you know, I feel sorry for Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Betty, all right, you know, feel like all right. <laughs> you get me? She had big 90-something years old. And for a man that looked like, I'm sorry, Count Dracula, oh, I am going to say it. I'm just like, he lived a good life. Let the man just right. go rest off in Balmoral or whatever and let nature just take his course. You know what I mean? Yeah? She live out her, her left rest of her days doing what she's doing. I ain't got no sympathy for them certain ways, but I'm just looking at it from all aspects. And I'm thinking, she can't seriously want to see bad against her own family member. Unless, right. you know, in quotes and that scandal. Yeah. Remember saying yeah, yeah, how yeah. look like certain people and, you know. Little, mm -hmm. little mess around there so I don't know if she really wants 
to kind of, you know, put that whole thing on blast. You know what I mean? Mm. But in regards to Harry and Meghan, their interview, I think Meghan came across um, very controlled. And I liked her her kind of mannerism. At first, when I was seeing her body language between um, her and Harry, when he came out, and she went to sort of grab for his hand, I was like, oh, she feels a bit needy. Do you know what I mean? That's what I, mm. I thought. But because I'm not a touchy-feely kind of person, I just kind of, you know, maybe that was just my own reaction. However, when I saw him grab for hers and they were both sort of like intertwined, I was like, this guy really loved her, you know? They you know both I mean? love each other. I mean, I, I was in such awe of the way she was looking mm. at him when he was talking. Mm. Like, I, There was just something about it just made the partnership seem equal. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, I'm riding for you and you're riding for me and we're going to do this till the wheels come I just off. loved it, the fact that, you know, she was like, you know, I can't take it no more. Yeah. I'm out. Mm. I'm gone. And yeah. she's dump on plane and yeah. she's with Shapitney. And my mum's like, I soon come. And he went and handled right. business that he could he could handle and he jump on the next plane that he could that was, you know, available. Them kind of things there. I rated that as a man. That's what you do. That's what you do. Right. Your woman's mm. like saying mm. she can't, you know, she can't handle the the thingy blah blah. You're not forcing her to say no. Just bear with it. Bear with it. Bear with it until she's grinding right. herself down to she's nothing. You know what I mean? He's like, okay, you want out, babe? Let's go and sort something out differently from them, and let's make life that great. I mean, obviously, that interview, it covered quite a lot of uh, segments within its time of air. I think it was like 90 minutes. Um, But she shed light on mental health. She spoke a lot about the institution. She spoke about her relationship with the Queen. And I think I didn't really have much of an opinion of the Queen before. And if I did, I think it was pretty Mm. ignorant. However, I think that softened a little bit when she was like, you know, she basically said she didn't have a problem with the queen and the pro- the queen didn't have a problem with her like the um what's the word the corruption lies much deeper than that you know and she spoke a lot about the institution and I couldn't help I know this is actually banderous but I couldn't help but think back to scandal like with um yeah like how much like Cyrus was just That's a what fucking madman you see what I'm saying they're, all them yeah, shows there are yeah. fictitious but they're, they're there in order to because there is elements of truth in there and i'm right, telling you right. the people them who actually have the power are those the people power is behind most the definitely, scenes most definitely yeah. in most cases i know this is a random thought but when you have a person who is say an assassin you ain't going to be walking around and saying that he's an assassin you understand mm. you wouldn't even know that the person that you're chatting to at the bus stop or whatever, he doesn't go and murk how much million people around the world, right? But he's getting on the bus with you. Just saying, mm. yeah? Those people who, look, you can't pull up a picture and say who the chief of staff is. They might have somebody there, but there's somebody behind him that you don't see mm. ever. Yeah. Because those are the ones who have the power. They've got yeah. whatever hold they have on, on royal family certain ways. And they've got whatever hold they have on the media certain ways. They have whatever hold they have on the political um, parties in certain ways. You know, but mm. it could everyone could look at it like conspiracy theory. But that is my belief. That is from- Yeah, and I'm, and I'm with you. And I think more so after that interview, I started to think, wow, in terms of the influence that the actual team behind the mm. monarchy hold and how negatively they have portrayed right. Megan. Um, you know, down to the failures of her mental health. Like, you know, she was talking about there's there was months that she hadn't even been outside. And when she was basically begging for support and assistance and help, they were saying, well, you're technically not a paid member of staff, so right. you're not entitled to help. What are you talking right. about? Like, I am married to the prince. How are you telling me that I am not entitled to help? And I've, like, I don't know if it's because this is the first time it's been spoken about, but I just don't understand if that has ever happened before. It did. If you watch The Crown, like I said, the way that they portrayed Diana's life in that 
in Diana, that in yeah, that yeah, Buckingham yeah. Palace, she had to call an a, 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 yeah, an yeah, operator yeah. sort of line. To get yeah, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. And she got book an right. appointment, and you get fobbed off and fobbed off and and she was just there, lonely, just dwindling away inside of the crib. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. But then, would you take that? Then would you then take that then as to? A racing, even though there is definitely mm-hmm. racial, you know, profiling, but there is definitely some racial discrimination racial going on undertone. there. But however, mm-hmm. yeah, but do you think race is the the key issue, or do you think it's those that are willing to go against the grain against against the monarchy? I think it's those that go against the um the grain of monarchy monarchy overall because of the situation with Diana. However, right. I believe it's it's got a, a a seasoning of racism to it. Right. Do you understand me? Because yeah. it's obvious. You know what I mean? Diana, her yeah. her treatment is because of not even class, because she come from she was she was, she someone. was someone. She was Lady it's Diana. How the system is built up. The Queen herself ended up being lonely. It's it's the whole institution in general. It's a lonely one. Do you understand? Mm. They might say, that, yeah, we're family, we're connected, this and that. The only time them two boys have really had fun, I believe, is when their mother was alive. The rest of the alive. time, yeah. they live some stagnant life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the, uh, the one and two, the, the, Harry must have gone into the army because really and truthfully, what else he going to do? He want a little freedom. Um, what's his name? William, he's next in, in, in line anyway. So he's got to be moulded to whatever... The, the monarch what it needs to be I believe that she was easy prey right because she got tinger black yeah mm, and the yeah. fact that she was an actress and she was older than it was just it was and a, and a divorcee all of those things there have got the whole marination of of juicy storyline to keep some form of rhetoric you know they don't want any. They don't want the royal family to be infiltrated with any form of ethnicity. It's always got to be blue blood. So that's why it's always been a case of cousin with cousin and this and that and all that from way back when. It's only from these younger ones come about and they're like, you know. But you never know if you go back in their lineage and do the family tree, you might find that some of the younger ones then might still be related to whoever they married to. It's just the way that they are. But with Megan in right. particular, I feel that. She's not a fool, right? And she knew what she was signing up for when she got with him. You know what I mean? She must have known about his mother before she... Do you understand? Yeah, of course. Exactly. So all of this of kind of... I believe she came in and she thought, well, you know, I fell in love with this guy and whatever comes with him, I'm ready to take on with it. But it got too much. She's, but, she, but she said that to them. She said, I'm like... I'm willing to basically be at the mercy of you guys. Like, basically kind of like, yeah, you can do what you use will me with me, but use me where you need me, you know? So if somebody is actually coming to you, because not many women is going to be doing that. Hello. So, I mean, and at the same time, I, you know, she's going into the royal family. So she knows that there's going to be some sort of responsibility marrying into that. But the fact that she's been able to be open about it and being like, listen, like, I'm aware that I'm not one of you guys, but I'm so willing to blend in and do what's right. needed to be done in order to support right. this family. And you've, you've literally brought her down to the point where she's like, I don't know if I can continue my well, that life just shows you how That just That's shows crazy. you how the, um, the dislike and uh, I would go as far as to say hatred for any other ethnicity other than white runs deep because you would have thought that they would have used that opportunity like what she said I I can't remember where where I saw it but someone turned around and said that you would have thought they would have used that opportunity in order to kind of highlight the fact that they're you know integrating an ethnic minority then into the family do you understand? But like I said, I don't think it's really certain royals. Certain royals like her, certain royals don't like her. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think it's the majority of the the eldest one, what's his name? Prince, the 
William. No, the husband of the queen. Philip. Philip. Charles. Yeah. I Philip. think that they are very... He moulded his son into what he wanted him to be. And Charles never, uh, you know, he never lived up to that. So they were hoping, that obviously, that it will, they'll get it right with William. Do you know what I mean? But what do you mean he never lived up to that? Well, because, because Charles went and divorced, well, they got divorced from Diana. He never stuck with it. Yeah, and uh, then he go and married to his mistress. You know what I mean? It's like he kind of, he got kind of palmed off. Not palmed off fully, but they weren't really, you know, effing with him certain ways. But I digress. I'm just saying, right, mm. that there's definitely racial seasoning in there. But yeah, definitely. I believe that the institutional definitely. makeup is definitely a one that you, it's not for the weak. I'm trying to say you can't no. be on no weak thing. And I I rate Megan's strength that she withstood it for as long as she could. And she said to herself, deuces. Well, not to herself. She must have said mm. to Harry as well. Do you know what I mean? She said, look, I can't deal with this no more. I'm claiming me back because, yeah. you know, I'm a mum. I need to get my ish together, you know? Mm. Do you think Do you think if she never had Archie, do you think she would have had the, the gumption to move? Because I know that probably having Archie was definitely like, no, like I'm not going to bear this, particularly for my child, you know? That comment when she, they were saying how, you know, there was members of the family that were talking about and concerned about the colour of her son's, her son's skin. And this is before he'd been even born, like, you know? So it's like, okay, there's only so much I, as a human being, can take, but there's no way that I'm going to allow my child to be exposed but to I would think I think it would so, be automatic, but you, that it's a question that you wouldn't even need to, need to ask because she ain't, the, she ain't like the darkest berry in the flipping bush, is she? Oh my god! You know if I mean? she was, there was no. It wouldn't have even got this far. Like that's one thing I said. I was like, "Do you imagine if she was deep, oh my god. toned, Please. dark skin? Please. It wouldn't even happen. happen. She would have just got bucked on it on what, one night coming from work. Whatever. So yeah, we hear you going out with um Harry. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you're not. <laughs> All right. Just let you know. You step out your gates and you get into any limousine or whatever. It's it's a wrap for you. Right, it's not Nine, exactly. It's which is really but sad. But it's the truth, isn't it? It's really sad. It's the truth. It's, it mm. would never have got that far. All right, let me just switch this though. You know, when you get, I'm really not trying to be against no body that has red hair, ginger hair, whatever it is. Yeah, but with black people, when you have black people that have got red hair, right, you kind of not say you look at them different or nothing like that, but they stand out. You understand? Yeah. Right? So he's a white person with ginger hair. And she's mixed race. Yeah. So there could be some form of it's a it's a 50-50 thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, is he gonna be right. is he gonna be ginger? Is he gonna be dark haired? Do you see what I'm saying? In that sort of respect, isn't that something that we would have a conversation and say ourselves? I'm asking you, wouldn't that, if I was to turn around to you and say, oh, but like he's, you know, Harry's good looking, but I like his swag. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But he's still ginger. I'm not saying that that's a downgrade, but I'm just saying yeah. he's still ginger. It's because it's a visual, obvious. Right. Yeah. And she's mixed race and she's the lighter end of, of, of mixed race. So it could be a case that she could have a mixed race child that have that, that ginger hair. Right. So I'm saying that it's something that yeah, I human mean, that, beings yeah. mean to you. Anybody would we not say that though? Um, I think we would. I'm not going to be um, in denial right? and say that we wouldn't know. But I feel that the way that it's been obviously said, I'm taking it by what Harry said in his body language is the way that it was said to him was in a derogatory way for him to feel a way about it. Do you know mm. what I mean? But does it make it right, it though? Make, Even the point that you talk make... about in terms of what we say within our potential mm. community, it still doesn't make it right. But what is right and wrong about it, though? Well, I think at the end of the day, why are you so focused on your unborn child's features? Like, anything... How your child comes out is a blessing and it's such. So having that conversation of, oh, I wonder how dark it's going to be, or I wonder type of what, you know, hair it's going to be, regardless mm. of the tone that it said, 
I know that it's not coming from mm-hmm. a great place. Do you but know what I mean? You're, you're focusing on something but that my is... Point is... When we are having a conversation, right, in our family circle, friend circle, whatever, if I was to say in that sort of respect, would that be offensive? To some, it could be. Unless that person mm. understands your banter. But that's not even banter, though. I wasn't even being banterous about it. I was actually just really, really actually saying. Oh. Would that... Well, yeah, I mean... I mean, for example, if someone turned around to me and said, oh, I wonder what type of hair your child's going to have, you know, if I'm, I don't know who I'm with, there's a reason of where that's come from, whether it's consciously or unconsciously. I I do. I wonder if it's going to... That's what we think scratching my head now, because I'm just like, hold on a second. I'm not trying to excuse what they've said. I'm trying to rationalise it in a way that it's not looking mad, but at the same time, I'm trying to keep it real and say that if I turn around... But you know why they were going to turn around and say that. Of course, I I know why they're going to turn around and say, but I'm trying to bring to the forefront that it's something that I would turn around and say in respect of, oh, you know... If I was was with a white guy... You would turn around and say to me, "You wonder no, how dark my child's going to be." No, I'm not. Is that something you would say? That, 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 I was talking about the whole hair observ- observation. Okay, but hair and skin tone is a completely different situation. So I don't even think they're in the same running because you're now talking about the potential was, race of been, my child. I was around and more penetrating the the hair thing. Do you know what I mean? Because of she's mixed race and he's. Ginger, having the, both genes them together, okay. it's a 50-50 what kind of okay. hair you're going to have. It could be right. Okay, but then with the ginger state, though, there's a reason why there's a reason why you said that, because society has also perceived mm. redhead people to be a mm. certain type of way. What kind of way so there is look an unconscious... Them? Well, you know, people... Ha- I'm not going to go into what people have said, but people have said negative things about, you know, people that do have ginger mm. hair or freckles or things mm. like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, so there would be a reason why somebody would focus on that because society has deemed a particular mm. person with red hair to mm. be a particular type of way. So whether you're consciously aware of that or not, it's stemming yeah. from somewhere negative. Really? That's I really that didn't mean it in a negative way. I was just literally an observation where I was just putting two and two together and I thought it would... So would you have made that statement if somebody had blonde hair? With who? with dark hair if a parent had dark hair and someone had blonde hair would you have made that statement with that with that comment in regards to the hair no no you wouldn't because society has deemed blonde hair blue eyes to be a certain type of way right so there's a reason why you would have you know stuck to that narrative because society is deemed that it's certain like natural, people like, to be well, a because i look at you know way. white and white is just gonna make white do you know what I mean? Like, so it doesn't matter if the, the hair is dark and the hair is and the um the hair is blonde. They're just gonna make a white baby. But when you come up, ugly... but white and white, ginger and mm-hmm. someone with brown hair, they're both white. I said some if that's in that same example, both white and white, someone with uh, blonde mm-hmm. hair, someone with red hair. No, because automatically it's gonna be still a white baby. So I'm saying that from from where I'm coming from, I'm looking at as, as from the gene pool that when you mix black, whatever percentage it is, there's still off chance and, and somebody that's got ginger hair, the option is still going to be whether that child's going to have ginger hair or dark hair. You know what I mean? When it's when it's mm. black on black, whether you you know you're you know. Um, lighter shade of black or not or it's still a 50 50 especially if you're you know your your partner's mixed race yeah you know that your your child is going to come out with fairly nice hair as we would deem it in our in our mm-hmm. culture however right i'm not looking at that i was uh, i'm pitting the race i'm just talking about in regards to the gene pool but maybe some, oh now you've got me all confused up in this crib now like i've got to be no, because I'm I'm just looking at it out of, from a certain place of like I feel like when those things are said, they are definitely being brought from an unconsciously mm. negative place. Like even for example, someone with like mm. a bigger nose or something like that. Like I wonder if they're gonna that's have your nose or his nose. Do you know what I mean? 
I know, but I feel, but I feel like there is a reason why we say it though. No, because no, because why, why, why would we every single we... thing? I'm just saying, like that when when you're expecting a baby and stuff like you do have that conversation. Like, oh, I wonder if they're gonna be like me. I wonder if they're gonna look like you. If they're gonna behave like you, or you do do that. I, I'm just thinking about conversations of where that conversation has led to. So that's why I'm taking it the way that I do. And I know that I'm not a hundred percent like I know that I've had that conversation with people because there's maybe a place of where it's coming from, but I just feel like unconsciously there's a place of something negative. Yeah, but that's me yeah, personally, that's my opinion. That, but that my, okay. Well my we can agree to disagree. Piers Morgan. Oh. Die. His Morgan has been officially fired. He, well, he said he's lost his job. Yeah, I think he's been fired. Um, I don't think he stepped down. Yeah, I think he's been fired from Good Morning in regards to his comments no, that he, he made about England, Meghan. Literally, what? he 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 went in on her. The way that he goes in on her on a regular basis, that's that's something run deep, man. Like my man's got like pom pom feelings or something like like he was. Yeah. No, seriously, because the way he goes after this woman, and it's something came Mm. up the other day that I came came across that he was um a while ago he was having an interview with somebody and he turned around and he admitted that you know basically she ghosted him. Yeah, I should find that so you can watch it. Yeah, she ghosted him. Like literally, they met up in a pub. And everything mm. before she was meet, uh, she'd met Harry and whatever, and he was like trying to woo her, you know, and bought her a couple beer- beers and whatever. And he put her in a taxi, paid for the taxi, and she went and she that taxi was who uh, that took her to go and see Prince Harry, yeah, right. And mm. he was like, Was this a social meetup? Yeah, it was a social, yeah, was this meant to be a social meetup? He was probably trying to woo her for some form of interview or whatever. Maybe he was trying to right. look her underline as well, but she basically right, soaked right. up his hospitality and kicked him to the curb, and he paid for the taxi for. Her. And he said with his own mouth in this in this interview that how maybe that's why I hate her so much because she ghosted me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm saying like his whole traction yeah. of I can't stand Megan might be deeper run. Now, I mean, so, yeah. yeah, but yeah, man, uh, Piers was entertaining in the morning because of his conscious uh, controversy. All right, he got you yeah. a little bit sprightly in the morning because you just think he's too feisty, you know. What I mean, and I would have cussed him off, and yeah. you know, that's that's how my reaction to I don't watch him in the morning like that. But any little headlines, I'll watch it on YouTube or whatever when it comes up. However, when I saw that bit storm off, I was like, you see. You see you, you love to run off your mouth, yeah, but you can't do it. take it. And I was so proud of that heat. Alex Bursford, man. He spoke so uh, um, eloquently. He spoke facts. And yeah. Pierce couldn't yeah. take it. But did you Don't see the black heat. woman that, he, that, I mean, that basically put him in his place? For a good 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's like, <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, you won't even let me talk. I was like, girl. Do you know what? I can't work out with Pips. I'm not going to lie. I I think I have a love and hate relationship with Pips. (laughs) Yeah, because there are times with Pips when I'm like, do you know what? I agree. Like, say what you need to say. Do your damn thing. And then there's other times when I'm like, what the F are you talking about? So I couldn't really work out if it was really a race thing or if it was something much just mm. more deeper and personal because he's had interviews with black people within the industry and he's spoken on things like the whole Black Lives Matter situation. And it's come from whether the tone I agree with, he has some mm-hmm. good points what he's mm-hmm. saying. So I couldn't really say what is a racist. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it definitely sounds That's like what he's I'm got saying a personal with, vendetta right, with that, Megan. That is definitely a Megan thing. He's in his feelings over right. the Megan thing. I don't think it's about the race thing. The race thing will only come into it because at the time of the whole media being on her and the clear difference of how she's treated compared to other certain royals, 
yeah, with his whole yeah. barrage of dissing her, you are still influencing the people then to have this hate campaign against her. Do you know what I mean? So right. it's like, right. it's more on plenty for her. Do you know what I mean? She's got all the establishment and what she's got to right. deal with there. Then, you know, she can't really go nowhere yeah. because she's stuck in the establishment. That's when she was over here. She's stuck in and she's got arcs for this mm. and arcs for that. And she's been told no, no, no. And she's feeling secluded. And then on top of that, she's got what the press in general are saying. And then on top of that, she got Piers Morgan on the t- just going in on her. Plus she got shit on father. Uh, a a chat bolter as well. Oh God, yeah. it's a lot. Come yeah. on now, you know what I mean. Yeah, Even when yeah. certain pressures take us yeah. in real life, we're like Jesus. <laughs> God, we're like scratching our heads. <laughs> as that would say, you understand? You see, when pressure take you, pick me short, sit you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that means that you yeah. just draw down because you can't. Yeah, because you're stressed. You know what I mean? But she's got to be living right. that in the public right. eye. Can you imagine? But to be fair, though, she did say a lot of the things that mm. I said she well, actually doesn't know about. Like, you know, there was a lot that Oprah was reading mm. off. And she was like, oh, my God, is that been said? Because she's like, I like make it my duty to not read what the press says. Like, some things she has heard. But then at the same time, she's lived it live and direct. So she t- technically doesn't really even need to see what the press is saying. Because by being in the heart of what that institution had been saying or doing... It's like, I don't even really need to read into what the press has got to say because I feel it, know it, see it, taste it. I'm not saying that she's going to be sitting down there and and reading every single thing that the blogs are saying, what the, you know what I mean, Daily Mail is saying and this person is saying. I'm not saying she's doing that, but she knows. She knows enough that people chat about her every single day and the press talk negatively majority of the time about her. Do you understand? So I'm saying that Piers is on every single day well, three days a week then when he was on there, right? So three days of the week, if she's a topic of her, he's going to talk about her. So it becomes even more amplified. Right. So whether or not she's physically watching, right. people are calling her to make her know, listen, Reg, you know what I mean? Not Reg, what's, what's your name? Meg. <laughs> Meg. <laughs> now. Yeah, this is what's going on and it's peak out here. So you need to, you know, get it together. Like, what are you doing? Because, yeah. you, you know, how, how are you? And my girls, they're just fast up in the yard. So with this whole interview that's happened, so, you know, she really shed some light on, I would say more Mm. so the mental health stuff rather Mm. than race in particular. But do you think that this interview in a whole has made a difference or will make a difference on how mental health and racism within, particularly within the black and brown community within the UK is? Do you you feel like this is gonna spark some change overall like do you think it will make a difference or do you think it's going to be something that's trending this week and then by Most next definitely. week we're on to something new human beings are fickle you get me big scandal can happen today and it will be tomorrow's chip paper as you know the big people then will know that phrase there you know things are so disposable but do you think though because it's like i mean even though i do agree with that viewpoint I feel like there's a little bit of a shift simply because they've come shift out. In what? And what, what? What have you seen shift? Said something. Well, when I say shift, I mean the fact that somebody that's technically a part, well, no longer, was a part of the monarchy and his wife have come out openly to talk about the issues that they'd face as a couple as well as individually. A lot of the time, it was speculation, it was what maybe someone had leaked to the press, but we could never really put a face and a voice together to say this well, is what has go been down, done to The me. interview itself is going to go down in history like Diana's, Charles and now theirs. These are big interviews that will be historically listed and it's not going to be right. sort of... Uh, it'll be a point of reference, basically, for a very long time. However... I don't think it's going to change the institution and the way that they work, the way that they think, mm. the way that yeah. they, you know, some other, I don't know who's like, when George, what's his name, William's son, eldest son, gets a certain age and he then goes and falls in love with a, a, a nice caramel looking black girl, right? So she look a bit darker than Megan. You think they're going to be having that? Megan got treated this way, but she was like, you know what, here what, I'm out, I'm gone. This, otherwise, it's not going to happen. They're going, 
oh it's so deep rooted and traditional it's it's yeah it's like the ground it's just the land itself the land itself mm. growing through it's their grassroots they're not going to change that they're not you know no. so megan done the best she could and Harry supported and she supported him. And they went and decided that, you know what, we'll leave that all behind and we'll make our own way in life. And for that, I've got nothing but respect for them for that. That's that's bigger. That's more that's more gumption than even his his grandmother had. Because the grandmother inherited the yeah. um the throne by default. Because the uncle de- by um, default, defected, yeah. remember? Not, was it defected? Or she would have still been Princess Elizabeth. So she just had to roll with the, the you know the hand that was given to her. But Harry is of a generation who's like, nah, we're making decisions out here. We're not just sticking with mm. with the whole rhetoric because I lost my mum. And I'm seeing certain traits that I don't right. like, and now I can see for myself what my mum must have gone through. Yeah, I'm not risking them. I'm not risking. Them. I have to go through mm, exactly. And he said that with his own mouth. He said that I'm, you know, I don't right. want history to repeat right. itself. Which leads on to my next question: Do you think both Meghan and Harry are at risk after this um, interview? I don't. Do you know why? Because see, when they reach America and them link up with uh, with Tyler, and Tyler said, "Come <laughs> look here." <laughs> We have spears for you. No, you should have seen. You should have seen some of the memes that were going on on social media. Like they were like, "How Medea is going to come down to the royal family?" (laughs) It was hilarious. I couldn't help but bust up. I was like, "No." You see, when when Tyler introduced uh, Harry to his man, then and say, "These are who's going to be protecting you." Harry must have said that. Sat back and said, "And." This like you get me, and no one, no one, <laughs> no one couldn't come in that fortress that Tyler's got. No one can't. Come in. Yeah, but I think even bigger than that, you know, like for example, like with Harry's statement in regards to him being scared of like print, you know, with his mum and stuff. I think it was it was a very much different time. So with Diana, I mean, we all have our own speculations mm-hmm. to what even happened in that situation. Anyway. But that was at a time, for example, where things like mm. social media mm. didn't exist. Do you know what I mean? So now, 20 years later, 20 plus years later, the same sort of scenario is well, happening see, right in front of with us. Diana, sorry to interrupt you. The difference with Diana's situation was the fact that Diana was going out with a Muslim a man and he was bl- and he's right. of black descent, basically. Yeah? But they couldn't right. have... But they, the, and allegedly the pregnant. establishment allegedly. couldn't have the fact that the future king has got a half, whatever he would be, mixed race brother. That's just... They... But then isn't that not equivalent even that taking the religion out of it? Is no, that the, not... No, the religion is most like... definitely part of it. Because the, the remember, right. okay. the England, UK itself, yeah, it's Christian no, or Catholic, Henry, no? Christian or... Yeah, Church of England. They made their church own church. Church of England. Because King Henry VIII right. didn't want to go and... Uh, he didn't want to go... Um, he couldn't kill no more of his, his wife then. So he's like, you know what? Here, what? Right, bun that. Right? I'm just going to make my own church. Louder, louder um, the Catholic church. Yeah? And that's how Christianity of Church of England formed in, in, in the UK. So they couldn't have that. That When you come right. with that aspect... It's a problem. Now, with Harry now, yeah, they must right. have already vetted her from a long time anyway. So they wanted to know if she was Muslim. So because of the fact that she ain't Muslim, I feel that she that's the only kind of saving grace. Because they've got, yeah, because they've got something against Muslims. Saving grace, she has. You know what I mean? Anyway, that's a whole different thingy, Bob. Carry on what you were saying. You were saying the way that um, Harry's um, was saying that how... He, yeah, no, my thing was just like, mm. for example, things like social media, you know, the way news mm. travels so fast, it it's like it creates almost kind of like a big brother house kind of scenario. Mm. So everything is so magnified. So I would say just mm-hmm. the conversation alone kind of 
Yeah, of course. Helps to protect them. Yeah, in a way. because they've already they let the cat out of the bag already, without disgracing anybody. Right. Without disgracing, and I yeah. want that to be really yeah. shown really loudly. They spoke their truth, but in a very graceful way. So yeah. uh, I don't think that they are that much at risk. Do you understand? Because I believe mm. by now, no, uh, I, I believe that be at this stage right now. Harry's already made the connections he needs to make to to make sure that he are right, and he must have also had some form of conversation with his brother. Like, if you know something, regardless that me and you like might be slightly beefing at the moment, if you know something, it's gonna go down. It's gonna hurt me and mine. Believe I'm coming. I'm coming for you now. So, you know, my mum mm. has to turn around to him and like, watch me now, but create my own little saga on the two brothers. Right, right now, we'll keep we'll keep the you know the stalemate, but you just got to keep your space over there in America, and I keep mine. Deuces. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I know we're running out of time, but it really did kind of break my heart to kind of when she made that statement, so that she wrote to the royal family and said, "Okay, I understand Mm -hmm. that you may not want to protect me and my son, but please still protect my husband." Do you know what I mean? And I was just like, "Yeah, look at that." You're actually willing mm-hmm. to go against your own flesh and blood. And when I t- when he turned around and said like when, union. when his dad stopped answering, his calls, I was like, hmm? his calls. Charles, you're a waste man already. I mean, with the, with the relationship in regards to him and William, and that this is just my own opinion. I feel that the breakdown in relationship. I don't think it's by choice. I think because William is pretty much next in line to be on the throne because I don't see Charles taking it I feel like for him he just doesn't want to put a step foot out of line so for him he's like I'm willing to do whatever I need to do in order to maintain the title of this family and if that means unfortunately that I have to not speak to my brother so be it like I don't think it's a personal moment he's like I don't like you you don't like me do you know what I mean I don't think it's that at all and I think that's probably painful that they're not talking do you know what I mean I do agree but I feel some bad man talk went on still I do. I can't. You know, as, you know, as, as brothers and sisters, sometimes you pop one another up, innit? So I feel like yeah, something yeah, could yeah, go yeah, down yeah, still yeah. because yeah. But William can't look at my man like he's like no no boy no more. Do you know what I mean? But man's yeah, been well, in the, the other army. one's I been in, in, in the right. navy, innit? So. Oh, is it? Yeah. Wow, I really <laughs> don't know much about my history. Yet, so that's not really my history to have. But anyway. We've come to the end of this episode. It's been interesting. Yeah. There's been many layers to it. Um, what would you say is your find that you're taking away in regards to this Meghan and Harry special on findings? Is there anything in particular that you're like, hmm? You know, no, I think the find in it or... is, um, is pretty much bringing, bringing the truth and awareness to the, the, forefront, the forefront of um, what's going on. That the monarchy in in its entirety is a business, right? And the powers mm. that be didn't see fit that this girl was going to come in and, you know, she was going to cause waves. So they decided to kind of keep her in her place by tarnishing her a little bit. And they used the media in order to make that happen. So my thing is that if people can see, you know, that she has brought to the forefront the truth of, of her truth. I don't know if it's a damn truth. I went living in the house there with her yeah. you know what I mean? But from what she's exposed and what mm. even Harry's exposing, it must have taken a whole lot of courage for him to go against what he's actually grown up around. He knows the bigotry and all of that. So I think it just brought awareness to the public that we could see these young people putting everything aside that they chose love over overall so i think the actually let me change that to, i feel that mm. the, the the find was love because when it's all said and done they done mm. it for love yeah <laughs> uh, it's hard to kind of beat that yeah yeah no i think i think definitely love has um a major part to play for sure, and I agree with pretty much a lot of what you said. But just to add to that, I also think what kind of came to my mind was you were speaking. I think courage and action 
you know I think it takes a lot of courage in order to be as vulnerable and like you mentioned kind of talk your truth particularly to millions of people do you know what I mean because millions of people are going to have their own opinion right so I think by you're saying do you know what I don't really care what anybody has to say I'm saying what I need to say because this I've gone through it and so has my partner so having that courage to do so as well as taking action you know knowing that they've been cut off you know if it wasn't for Princess Diana's money they would I wouldn't say they'd be broke because man's Prince Harry and she's Meghan so she they would have found some sort of income revenue stream but Mm. you know that was their startup capital so you know they've used this platform even though they're not making money per se off of this interview well, they're they going to have so much more opportunity to make i thought oprah said it was um it was no like it wasn't paid it, or something it, it, like that. no if you watch the beginning if you watch the beginning that's what oprah says um yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you somewhere i'll be like but well, you see the yeah, same dark media well, yeah, a- you missed the last half an hour no, yes, what I'm saying. Well, you missed the last of the first half an hour, but that was the opening. That was the opening statement. She was like, "You're not making okay. money from this interview." No, no, no. So this was, even though they've not made money, quote unquote, from this interview, it's definitely laying a platform for them to make. It's about likability as well, you know. So and they are like exactly, exactly. <laughs> In the whole of America, are effing of them. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, who needs England? Bye. Do you know what I mean? I did exactly. my thing, and now I move over into a new part. And they love Harry as well. So the two of them are, are, winning, are winning force. You know what I mean? Remember, they're in there with Beyonce and all of that. They come like damn royalty over there as well. Yeah, so I'm to, I'm saying courage and action for me, you know? They did. They they were given a particular hand, and they dealt the cards they were given, and they've done a lot with them. So yeah. good on them, man. I wish them the best of luck. And... I just hope they keep on loving exactly. on each other and don't allow this yeah, to break apart. I hope apart. that they stand the test of time. Yeah, because um, I don't know if Harry can come back. The door is closed. I don't think he can come back. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> this episode... Yeah. Um, has been a fun one and um, thank you everyone mm. for tuning in as usual we are signing out and we'll be back next week with another appreciate freestyle you all. so appreciate you all so, have a good one. One.